Hey y'all, Trey Sheree with Picture Me Living, and I'm here with a little quick conversation. You gotta scoot over some. Look, look at your face. Hey. Fact, we gotta put the microphone over there. Hey. And then I scoot over this way. Or maybe I need to be closer to the mic, because you get loud. I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> you, was, you surprised? <laughs> don't try to talk soft now. <laughs> and you know, this, I realized my whole family talk loud. I realized that on Father's Day. Because they was a whole so years back. I should have met you on Wednesday. What's the matter? You made collard greens? Damn. I made. So you're always making collard greens, knowing that I want some collard greens, and don't invite me over for the collard greens. Listen, I made pie rolls, fried chicken, macaroni mm. and cheese, collard greens, black eyed peas, and rice. I could have took Thayer's place. <laughs> Boots. Because <laughs> you ain't getting no dinner for me. Well, <laughs> all right. So we we just going to hop right on into the uh, Father's Day topic of uh, what we going to start with. <laughs> How was your Father's Day? Let's just start there. My Father's Day was good. I treated the men to my family to a dinner. I cooked okay. for them instead of going out. Because my parents like intimate dinners with mm-hmm. their kids. And how long your parents been together? Um, they will be married 43 years in January. But they dated in high school. They went to the senior prom together. You lying. No. So you remember that meme I sent you? It said <laughs> uh, some people find the love of their life immediately, instantly, and they together forever. But I'm out here doing auditions. Look, they did auditions, too, because they dated in high school. My mom graduated, moved to D.C., Okay, married her husband, my brother dad. My dad married his oh, wife. okay. Okay. So. And they, they met back up together. They met back up because my mom's brother mm-hmm. is my dad's best friend. Okay. So they all went to high school together and my mom's cousin. So they all hung out with each other. So my dad used to drive trucks. My mom going to get me for saying this story. But as I got older, a couple of years ago, my dad was like, yeah, I used to go visit your mama in D.C. when she was married to your brother, daddy, in my truck. <laughs> he was like, I used to take your brother to McDonald's to get Happy Meals, but I don't what? think he would remember it because he was a little kid. So why one day I confronted my mom about that. She was like, I don't remember that. But one thing about my daddy, my daddy don't tell no lies. Okay. My and I always said, I said my daddy would tell you. Do he exaggerate the story though? Nah. When and here's the thing, he can't exaggerate stories. Mm-hmm. But when he's talking about stuff from his past, mm-hmm. he'll tell you the truth. Okay. Cause he likes to relate. He be like, I can tell you how your situation gonna end up. Because I done been there before. And he'd be like, this shit ain't going to work because X, Y, and Z. And you'd be like, <gasps> and he'd be like, yeah. You didn't think I knew what was going on, but I can tell. So, okay. yeah. But, yeah, they was high school sweethearts. And I have their prom picture That's somewhere cute. at home. I got to find it. But, yeah, and once my mom graduated from high school, she moved to D.C., met mm-hmm. my brother, Dad. They got married. My dad moved back to Augusta, married okay. his first wife. Okay. And all this shit happened, and they both got a divorce from their first mm-hmm. people, and, and then came back together. Came back together. It made your ass. Yeah. <laughs> they made me out of wheel a lot, but they don't want to admit that shit. So they, 
Father's Day. How was it? My Father's Day was good. I was a little upset because the baby daddy, it was his weekend. He was mm-hmm. supposed to meet the kid, but he lied and said he was going out of town, but he was still in town. How you find out he was still in town? You got to tell the story like he talked to me. Because <laughs> he all sent me a picture talking about some, you should try this mixed drink he made. And and he sent me a picture of the liquor that involved in mixing the drink. Uh-huh. And I could see his whole living room in the fucking background. So and I'm like, he didn't watch the baby this weekend because he said he was going out of town. And you was in town. But the then whole he weekend. hit you up, so I'm like, you need to try this with the whole house in the background. The drink was like right here, but the whole house in the background. Because I was like, like, so you didn't cook for him. You didn't invite him over. No, nah, I didn't. And I told him, and he hit me up. It was like, "Are you cooking dinner?" Oh yeah, he got the TV in the bed. He got, <laughs> he got pictures and shit in the bed. Hmm. Well, at least he thought of you on Father's Day to tell you about the drink. That was Saturday. That was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I showed you a picture of your friend yesterday. No, look at that top. No, I got one too, like that. <laughs> But yeah, I felt some type of way. So I, I can't like, believe he did it. So you ain't invite him to your Father's Day dinner. I did, but once I thought about how you lied and said mm-hmm. you going out of town for Father's Day and you went with your kid Father's Day weekend, no, nah, I'm not feeding him. So you had a plate for me, basically. You had a plate for anybody because I, I cooked could, a lot of food. <laughs> I should have pulled up and got. I cooked a lot of food. <laughs> like I'm paying to go place. Please take this because it's gonna stay here. I cooked a three pound roast. And cooked a five-pound bag of chicken wings. How you season the roast? Um, because I done had some roast come to them work potlucks that ain't have no season in that bit. Mm-mm. So I always cook my roast in a crock pot, and mm-hmm. I used the McCormick seasoning. Mm-hmm. I cut up celery, onions, and okay. carrots, and then I also add a uh, beef broth or either beef bouillon in it. Okay. I'm old school. I feel like I feel like you're wrong. But do you like cut it up, beat it up, and then put the seasoning in? No, because I pre-season it overnight and let it marinate. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I use steak season, parsley, meat tenderizer, garlic powder, onion powder, and I rub it down with olive oil and garlic, like I'm doing the steak. Mm-hmm. And then I just so let it do it overnight. Yeah, I just let it marinate overnight before I put it in the crock pot. So it's like real tender and falling off, like. Soon as you put your fork in it, like the pieces Damn. are falling out. <laughs> I got you, you next time. Um, you <laughs> said that the last time you made collard greens. I got you next time, <laughs> bitch. It was next time they passed Sunday. Yeah, I, you want to make collard greens this Sunday? Yes. Okay, I got to stop <laughs> and cook some. I, so, how you feel about the um the single mom saying Happy Father's Day to themselves? <laughs> I get it, but at the same time. I don't want to disrespect Father's Day because you would be- you got a whole dad and then a whole brother that's a dad. And reg- but here's the thing I feel about it because you don't want single dads coming on our day saying Happy Mother's Day. So don't take that yeah. day away from them. So regardless of how you feel about your baby daddy, but I I'll admit when I was younger in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends, single parents, would tell each other Happy Father's Day. Okay. But once I so got... So you think it's, a, it's an immature way of thinking as a woman? Yes, okay. most definitely. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how you feel about that person, don't take their way away from dads. Yeah. From any dad. 
you're taking that day away from dads that are actually in their children's lives every same day because you procreated with somebody that's not taking care of their kid. But here's the thing. I always feel like you know who you procreated with. And you got to deal with it. It's a little bit of accountability in it. Because you have the sign. And it's just a day. I'm not really big on holidays anyway. So let's just get through this day. It's not for me. Right. And it could be painful. I could be grieving the father. I could be dealing with being a single mom. Um, And being a single mom is extremely difficult. It's different. And you're crying for attention when you're taking that day away from actual dads that's in their kids' life day in and day out. Because don't nobody take that day away from mothers when mm-hmm. it comes around. No, absolutely. And you had your day. Absolutely. I, so, I, I'm going to need them to log off on Father's Day. If you feel that way, just log off. Just log off. Right. Sit in the corner, be upset and mad. And just just <laughs> sit let them in the corner. Just let them have their day. Just like it's productive ways to get through that day without logging on social media to let us know that you're a single mom. You can go spend the day with your kid. Yeah. You could do like a picnic or some shit. You can go get some vitamin D to enhance your mood, but don't be on social media doing all of that. But here's the thing though. If you're a single parent and everybody already know you're a single parent, so they're gonna acknowledge you anyway. On um, Mother's Day. Yeah. Why do we need to acknowledge you on Father's Day? Yeah, it's like, not your day. It's not your day. Because I even forgot to tell the fathers that I know, Happy Father's Day. Mm, I told everybody Happy Father's Day. Like, I made, because they reached out to me on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So my hope, I didn't tell Deja Daddy. Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> no offense, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But I made it. Because uh, like, I know some friends that are great fathers. And I didn't say shit to them on Sunday. Matter of fact, I sent them my it's not, podcast. Cause it's not their day. I sent them. I sent them my podcast. Hey, you better uh subscribe to my YouTube video. I'm like, oh shit, Happy Father's Day, nigga, my day. <laughs> yeah, because really, because realistically, it's not their day. Because I here's the thing: we can't, even though we think we can be the mother and father, we realistically we can't. Mm. Because if you think about it, like it's only certain things that a father can teach their child. Right. Like as a mother, we think, oh, I can take the role as their father and I can teach them this and that. Right. No, you can't. Because, and the only reason why I say that, because I've been the single parent, I've been the single mother, mm-hmm. I've been the two parent uh person i've been the co-parent person mm-hmm. so i see all sides and all perspectives so you of, know what it is for me that i realized i can't teach my son I, I, mean, con- I can teach him a few things about because i've always i've been in a male dominated industry i've never been cocky to think that though like that i can teach my son how to be i've never said that right. but i can teach him a lot about corporate america working but eye contact Mm-hmm. I've never had to do that as a woman, but a man has to firmly shake your yeah, hands and make eye contact. And, make eye contact. Eye contact. and so when his dad told me about that, I was like, you know what? That's all you, bro. Um, we had a um, me and you had a condom conversation one day. If you don't mind talking about that, if not, That's I delete it. But you were talking about carrying condoms, and I was like, I've never carried condoms. Matter of fact. June dad, hello, I'm gonna need you to teach him how to do this. I'm not the one to even I'm not even about to YouTube or Google that shit. 
I need a man to teach my son how to do that type of stuff. But here's the thing, though, right? And I'll never forget, like a couple of years back, I had a cousin that had a son. She mm-hmm. raised her son as a single parent. And i never forget, because back then I was like in my 20s. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I taught him how to put on condoms. Like, I went and made him get a cucumber out of the refrigerator and show him how to open a condom cool. up. I've heard and, of that before. And roll it down and put it on. But for me... I always, if I'm single, you don't I have your son cringing at that. Like, but who, but who else gonna teach him? Right. When you back into a corner, I get it. But there is a male somewhere, an uncle, a cousin. It's a male somewhere because if anything, my job as a woman is to teach him. Like, you know what? If a, if a girl got condoms, hey man, hey, listen. That's a, uh, she, she prepared to break your heart, basically. <gasps> <laughs> the fuck? She is prepared and willing and ready to break your heart. So, no, but here's the thing. And I need you to, I need you to know that when you walk in the door, if she walk out with them, with them got them condoms. I carry you condoms. put your seatbelt on. I carry condoms in my purse, in my glove compartment. Okay, so here's the thing. Funny story, right? Okay. My car totaled out, right? <laughs> so we, I told you a story. Mm-mm, but so, it's going to be good. So Therese went with me. London Dad, London Dad went with me to, because he had to take the radio that he put in my car out. My daughter told him, my car, my oldest daughter. So we in the toll lot, and I'm going to say his whole name. We got to his name. Out. Okay. <laughs> and I, and with my glove compartment, I'm cleaning my glove compartment. I done found old condoms, and he 38 hot. Mind you, we, my car. We ain't been together since. Yeah, my condoms. We ain't been together since 2020, so ain't no telling. The the condoms so old, the paper, like, what? There ain't no telling. Tell all these condoms. Look at that. The wrapper balled up like a piece of paper. The the wrapper balled up like a piece of paper. And I was like, I'm laughing. And he was like, what is that? It's like, I was like, nigga, look at this shit. He was like, the fuck you doing with condoms in your car? I said, I'm a single black woman. Why the fuck I wouldn't have condoms in my car? He was like, I disapprove. I can't believe you got condoms in your car. First of all, we're no longer together. And right. I need you to keep taking this radio need, out of the car. I don't need no explanation for that. And the guy who took us that work at the tow yard, he mm-hmm. laughing. He was like, y'all sure y'all not together? Okay, y'all, I know who she talking about, too. And <laughs> he stayed 30, to my he got 38 high. No, he stayed 38 high. <laughs> funny red funny because and i always say this because he act like even though we're not together anymore and we have a child together so he feels like he's my protector he's my kid's protector Mm -hmm. so anytime something pop off if i call him he on the first whatever but that's how he always been though even when y'all was together he just ready for war yeah right. and he's still like that he like what the fuck happened what the fuck i need to yeah. do do i need to pull up even when this situation with daddy with deja dad and her job mm-hmm. he was like deja yeah, takes he me ready he ready for war whenever me i said do i need to come out there she was like i'm good there's like we about to come out there um, her dad's sister was like, "Bitch, I'm about to pull up. We about to whoop this nigga ass." I said, 
all three of us can't go to jail on Christmas Eve because we all like the fuck we about to pull up. But yeah, he's always been like that. He like, I don't stand for that. Ain't nobody going to respect my baby mama. You a good person. Like, even though you're not together yeah. and we divorced or whatever case it might be, I don't want nobody doing so that. So let me tell you, I don't have condoms because I feel like if the guy don't have them, then I'm grabbing my purse and I'm leaving. Because you knew I was on the way. But here's the thing, though, with that situation, because a lot of men don't think that, okay, we might not have sex. Mm-hmm. So that's and for me. We might not. But we need so, to be prepared for we might. But this coming from a girl when she was single, I had a whole, whole bag in my trunk. Mm-hmm. So mind you, I was telling when I had a conversation, and he was like, so we are spend the night bed. And I was like, I don't have one. And he's like, why you don't have a spin the night bag? Because I used to have a whole spin the night bag with toiletries. And I like that. I've just never, changed I have never had it. Listen. Because if I have a spin the night bag, I'm going to have some stupid shit in there. It's going to start off good, but then it's going to end up being some nerdy shit in there, like some books or. My spin the night bag had an outfit, toothbrush, toothpaste, <laughs> condoms, sex toys. Like, I had a whole. Look, I had a whole starch. <laughs> this is great for travel. What do you need in the whole bag? I had, what's in your whole bag? Look, That's gonna be the title of this. What's in your whole bag? Listen, I had one well, fucking uh, um. Let's a silver. I had a silver outfit. bullet. What kind of outfit? Just something you can wear the next day. So you want so to your walk of shame outfit? No, no walk of shame outfit. I had a full outfit, like a shirt, pants, panties, bra, soap, toothbrush, toothpaste. I had a silver bullet. I had the little ring that mm-hmm. had a look. <laughs> We have a special guest. Come here, Jen. <laughs> Look, I had a cop. That's water bottle, so you're going to get some. Oh, I'll tell you later. Look. Look, I had a cock ring in it that had the little silver. Why did you have all that in the no, bag? I ain't finished. I had a cock, a cock ring, had the silver bullets on the side. I had nipple cream. I had numbing cream for your throat. Okay. I had... Lubricant in his bag. <laughs> I had a, a whole Kama Sutra book in the bag. <laughs> my black, I, it was called my black bag in my trunk. Like it was, I had a real bag. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I would put in my whole bag. I probably put like some basketball shorts. A plain white t-shirt, two gross toothpaste. That's great advice. My own fake, cause you know, men and bachelor pads do not be keeping good towels at all. So I will put like my own towel in there. Cause you ain't about to die on me to death. Yeah. So I need my own. Soap. And some, yeah, some dove. Cause men like dial at Irish rings. Cause fast forward. Men with good dick have like dove though. Cause they they already know about pH balances. Because <laughs> the other he was like, I'm gonna need you to take a shower. I don't use this soap, sir. This like I'm good. <laughs> like I know I've been out on the town, but yeah, I'm, I'm you're not about to Irish spray it down. Yeah, soap. I just use water if I ain't got yeah. Other than dying the Irish spring, I just use water. 
Yeah, like so. Yeah, I had a, I had so, I had all the necessity, mm. but now I don't. I need a bag now, but now I just carry a thing. We from, have bags on Picture Me Living dot store actually. Some duffel bags. That's why I said, wait, what's in your whole bag? Is a great title for this. But in my purse, I carry a contact case. Just in case, no judgment. I carry a contact case, feminine wipes. Come I should have asked this on Instagram. What's in your whole bag? Cause I I, I got a real whole bag. Cause I know if people... I had a whole bag today, I would definitely have some Espelon tequila. You, oh, yeah. you ain't got no cones, but you got tequila. Yes. <laughs> Cause if we not gonna have sex, I'm definitely getting drunk. If we not gonna have sex because you're not prepared as a man, I'm taking a couple shots. And I'm gonna catch this Uber back to the house. First of all, once I feel like you ain't prepared, you ain't got no condoms, I'm going home. Cause why am I here? We're not about to watch Netflix. Yeah, no, we not watch Netflix. We're we not chilling. We're not chilling. I know Netflix and chill. Cause if I chill, you know what? Oh, this is a good point right here. This is real good. You know, people think, well, men think that we have, how can I say this politically correct? Cause we're in a very weird climate right now. But men are weird. Mm-hmm. Men are thinking that we have a, oh, three drinks, she busting it open. Mm-mm. Oh, it take me at least 12. <laughs> That's a whole thing. Like, because three, I, I ain't had no buzz. Three, it's like, because three, three, I'm going to teach you about air traffic control. <laughs> Five drinks, I'm about to freestyle. <laughs> you got to freestyle? <laughs> I'm about to freestyle. You better rip on the mic. Seven <laughs> drinks. I'm often to go through a whole soliloquy of Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> you finna be mad as fuck. <laughs> you finna be mad at me. <laughs> but no, nah, for real, men really do have a thought process that, man, all I gotta do is get her drunk and she gonna do all this shit. First of all, and on that 12th drink, I'm still catching the Uber to the house if I'm not feeling it. But but like I would say, you have to have chemistry with that person. If I don't have no chemistry with you, like I gotta. Do you have a drink limit to where you gonna where you like fuck it? Here's the thing, though. I have to feel safe with that person. If I don't feel safe with you, like this one guy I went out with, like a cup, like maybe last month. Mm-hmm. So he been in my DM heavy, mind you. You definitely not my type. I hope you see this podcast so you leave me the fuck I'll alone. Send it to him. Tell him to uh, subscribe and all of that too. So the other day, send it to him. Uh uh-uh. Cause the other day, only him. He gonna text me. He gonna send inbox me telling some. I need a hugasm. I don't know if I need a hug or a gasm. I just delete this shit. I didn't respond. And then the other day, he was like, "I want to send you something interesting." He was like, "Do you want to see something interesting?" No. He was like, "Okay." And he texted me since then. He was like, "I need a massage. I'm hungry. What you gonna eat today?" I don't give a fuck what the fuck you eating. Okay, so <laughs> do you think that when men see us on, and this is a very serious question based off of what I just said, what you just said in the climate today. Do you think that men see us on Instagram? Because you've seen the Suki shit, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that men are saying, oh, she drunk as hell. I'm finna hit her up. Yeah. She giving up some pussy. Yeah. I wholeheartedly feel mm. like they... They treat us based off what they see on social media. But for me, on my social media, I'm my page is private. I just started posting my kids. And the only reason why I post my kids on social media is because my kids and I have family that live in different states. Yes. Yeah. That's why but, I do it. 
But actually, but I see why people don't. And but I, I, I slow down. I yeah. Not post but I try to keep my stuff private. Like I, I travel a, not a lot, not as much as you. But I go to like different places. Young. Yeah. But I never post like my different trips mm-hmm. because somebody be like, oh, I ain't know where you went. There. I was like, yeah, I went to such and such the other weekend. It was like, but Harry had to get on me. He was like, you don't never post when you go out of town to post your trips. And I was like, okay. Last year I started being better about posting stuff. Because I was like, I'm real private. Yeah. Because I don't like people in my space because I feel like it's I intimate. It. And that that's what I struggle with that all the time. Like, is it worth it? Should I just shut all this shit down? Because I'm really there personally for the shit that we send each other. We laughing. Mm-hmm. We having a great time. Anything in my story is to keep you engaged into this traveling lifestyle. So I'm only letting you in about 10% of my life or whatever. But people are looking at that and being like, oh, she out. You know yeah. what me and Carolyn just talked about? Oh, she out. Her, you know, she, she always out. And I always and, and so she must be a party girl. She finna come suck this dick nodding. I'm finna come freestyle. You ready to hear this <laughs> shit? And, and, and that's how I'm going home after that because I don't know you like that. And then that's how I feel like people be like, because I don't post a lot of times. Like, like all last year when I was traveling and doing stuff, I didn't post a lot of my trips, mm-hmm. but I have pictures in my phone because I'm like, I want to keep that private and intimate. But at the same time, if you post you going out, mother's like, oh, she always outside. But in reality, you really not. In reality, you really at home with your kids. You're doing homework. You're cooking dinner. You're doing all that shit. I'm not posting that. That's every day. Like I'm not posting the dinner that I'm cooking. It might not be because I'm not great at aesthetically making the plate look good. I'm not posting that. Right. But I'm good at making a vacation picture look good. But I'm cooking dinner way more than I'm vacationing. And we trying different Alfredo sauces. We trying the shit from the can. We trying the shit from scratch. I'm teaching June both ways. Yeah. Like I'm not posting none of that. But here's the crazy part. So London's out for the summer, right? Mm-hmm. London hate me for this. So I don't let her watch TV and get her tablet every day. So I have a packet that I get her every day, mm-hmm. like five or six worksheets to do. I used to do that with you at that age. So she went on my parents' house for the past couple of days. I done gave her like a 12-page packet and stapled it like she in school. And I was like, this is what you need to do by the time you come back home. <laughs> I done gave her spelling words to study for the weeks. Like, I'm just different when it comes to certain stuff. Like, if she don't do that packet, then you can't watch TV for the day unless you do your assignments. That's good. Because these kids got way too much time on their phone. They got way too much time on the iPad, YouTube. And she have a cell phone, and I tell you, the cell phone is on my shelf. Because I'm like, you're six. You don't need a cell phone. Of course, your daddy gave you a cell phone. Yeah. It's on my shelf. Cause you I'm have like, access to it, but you don't need it all the time. Because who are you calling? Like, no, focus she, on your schoolwork. She calling me all the time. She called I'm, me that one time, and she just will breathe it. <sighs> to my London. Yeah. What are you doing, Trey? Girl, what you like? <laughs> and then I always tell people, and I always tell people, and I'm like, and I always tell Lane, I'm like, you can't be cute and dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be the cute, dumb girl. You can't be the cute, dumb, athletic girl. Like, it has to be more to you than that. That's great. So I'm good. I'm I'm hard on your academics and studies. Like, yeah. I want to push you forward. Like, this is my main goal. I'm heavy on it. Like, I don't mind you doing other shit. You dancing, doing TikToks, but I'm going to need you to know the schoolwork. Mm. 
Because you can't be cute and dumb. That shit not going to sit right with me. And as a parent, once you lacking in that one department, you got to move and remove the other department. So, but but I Real was, quick. And you got to stick by it. But what's hard for me is I'm in school. I have a college student. I work full time. I'm in school full time. And I'm also trying to teach a six-year-old her schoolwork. It's a lot. And then I'm still trying to balance my it's social life. It's a lot. That's why sometimes I be like, oh, I just need to No, break. it's a lot. And then even with, I'm not going to talk about what's personally going on with June or whatever, but I had a decision to make. I said, you know what? Um, my social life is overtaking the priority of what, you know, it's as a mom, I got to go to work, working mm-hmm. mom. I got to pay these bills and all that shit. So making appointments and stuff is, it brings me anxiety. So now I got to put my mental health mm-hmm. first and all this stuff. And it's like, where the fuck do my social life fit in all that it's shit? Done. I just said it don't fit. So I don't have time for none of this stuff. Like it's and, got to go. And then I always tell people what I've realized and learned if as a parent, if your mm-hmm. mental health is not good, you're not there for your kids. You can't be there for your kids. So you have to set yourself as a priority mm-hmm. first. Once you set yourself as a priority first, then you can focus on your kids and what you have going on. Like I had a conversation yesterday with one of my coworkers. And I say, here's what I've did, what I've learned to do. Me and London take a trip. Mm-hmm. Me and Deja take a trip. But then you take a trip. And I take a trip, and then I take a family trip with all of us together. Okay. And I said, the reason why I have to do that is because my kids are in two different age groups. Deja's 20. London is 6. Okay. Yes, it can be expensive, but that way I can give everybody each individual right, time right, together. right. And they was like, oh, that makes sense. It do. And you thought that through. And I was like, I done had a Deja trip. I done had a London trip. I done had a family trip. It's the end of the year. Now I need a mommy trip, a mommy vacation. I need a trip. (laughs) I need a next month. And then I need a boot (laughs) vacation. I ain't got no boot, but I need need a, a boot vacation. But it was crazy because I was telling somebody, they was like, well, how do you make that balance? I said, I have to because yeah. it's different. I'm like, because they in two different age groups and it's hard to please everybody. Because when I take a trip with everybody, mm-hmm. I plan something that everybody likes. Right. But I can't plan. And you're doing all that work. And a lot of people don't know uh, all the stress that goes into planning a trip. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation mm-hmm. because you did all of this shit to plan a trip, especially with a whole bunch of people that didn't put in the effort. Yeah, they even people that throw in money, they didn't put the effort into planning all of this stuff and looking up the language or wherever y'all mm-hmm. go. And you looking up restaurants and stuff and trying to appease everybody's uh palate. So <laughs> that's yeah. how I was last weekend. But yeah, it's it's So it, how was your trip last weekend? We're gonna end it on that. Okay. Cause we finna go get something to eat. Um I went to Hilton Head with my parents and the kids. So we had a great time. My dad for some reason, the past couple of years, he keeps signing up for this time show with Hilton Head. Hilton Head is cool. It's laid back if you don't want to do anything else. Great seafood, great food, but the beach, I'm going to decline the beach. Jellyfish everywhere. Is it sandy? It's sandy, but 
I can't count on my hand how many jellyfish that I've seen in the water. Mm-hmm. And to top it off, I seen a dog pooping in the water because they let dogs on the beach. Because that's the first place Tokyo would go. Is so when I saw that but, dog pooping in the beach, you I, know that's and where the, the Navy drops their shit off at, right? And that's what Jay was telling me. He was like, I'm never getting in the water. When I used to go to VA and we would go to the beach, he was like, I ain't getting in the water. Because it's less diluted there, yeah. He was like, I know what's in the water. I'm not getting in the water. I didn't they get, dropping off their shit everywhere. But I didn't get... They dropping off more of their shit in Virginia Beach, Jacksonville, San Diego, and um, Potomac, Washington. But I never got in the water. Normally, I get in the water, but for some reason... And I would see in this crowd... Hold on, we got to explain that. They dropping off their shit, meaning the ships are literally emptying the toilets in, in those areas. Um, and New York, the ships go up there too. So he's the crazy part. So I'm thinking the jellyfish in Hilton Head, they don't have tentacles. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing like this little clear plastic shit in the water. Something is like plastic bottles. And I ran across this old white man and he was collecting them. And he was like, oh, this jellyfish. And I was like, the fuck? So this jellyfish that I have been seeing in the water all the time? He was like, yeah, I don't have no tentacles. So once I started paying attention... Every like five seconds, I was coming across jellyfish in the mm-hmm. water or on the sand because once I realized that's what it was. Okay. But I, I didn't get in the water for okay. some reason. No, I'm gonna go to the beach, I get in the water, but I can't see man. And then, so we standing on the shoreline with the kids, they playing. And in South Carolina, you can take your dogs to the beach. So I happened to see a dog in the shoreline taking a shit. <laughs> and it's soft shit not hard shit but it's soft shit he's shitting in the water and i'm like i've never picked up my dog shit before but in Ever. the water anywhere but the dog I, 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 I line outside i'm not gonna judge because i don't pick up leo shit in my neighborhood because the other dog shit in the neighborhood i and look around pick. and then if i see somebody right there i then be like God damn it, Tigo, why you shit right there? And he just looking at me like I you when now when I live in the Sandy Springs, I picked up Leo shit. But where I live there now, nobody else pick up their dog shit, so I'm not picking up Leo shit. It don't matter where I'm at. And I specifically be proud in, in their neighborhood. Like I'm definitely not picking it up. But no, but something about that dog taking a shit in the water, then sitting right in my spear. I saw that shit, I was like, oh, wrap it up. But Break I was saying everything else though, because I feel like you know, that's because of the vacation the rich people, um, retired vacation the dogs is just, you can't It was cool. It. it was laid back. Like, how was the bar situation? I didn't go to the bar because everything closed early at 10 o'clock in Hilton. Because of the retired people? Yeah. No, because they have alligators real bad. So, hmm. if you ever been to Hilton Head, it's pitch black dark. Okay. They don't have no street lights. Okay. And if you go somewhere by nine, ten o'clock, everything is shut down. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you that it's like we shut down early because of the alligators. It's no street lights. Like the island is a big fucking circle. Okay. So and everybody love wine. If you go to Walmart or any grocery store, all the white people have like 13, 14 bottles of wine in their fucking car. And I'm like, so y'all don't drink alcohol? They was like, no, it's putting the wine. Wine for everybody. So it's cool. It's very relaxing laid back. We had a good time. It was relaxing. There's no turn up there because again, everything shuts down and saying, I love yeah, oysters. Vacation. 
It's a it's a salad or oysters. Oysters was divine. I had oyster rockefellers and I had raw oysters. And I know I'm not eat raw oysters, but they were so good and so fresh. It made me want to order some more. Because mm-hmm. me, even letting her try oysters, I was probably because she? she's picky. Yeah. Because me and my dad, we love oysters. But yeah, overall, it was a good trip. Okay. But I'm definitely looking forward to New York because I'm about to eat the food. Because I've never been to New York before. I do want to go to the They are very rude. I do not have to go back. Mm. However, it's because, you know, it's your trip idea and it's different. And I haven't seen that family in a while. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just go. They are extremely rude. Mm. Carolyn is because Carolyn was born in, she was born in New Jersey. Mm. She's going to curse me out if I fuck that up. But anyway, because New York is a rude. So <laughs> she'd be like, we're not rude. We just feel like it is. Okay. Rude. You'll see. The train, rude. Um, we're like June. We I'm going to tell June to come we out might, here and might, tell we, his New York subway story. But we might do an Uber, though. No, we, we're going to get on the train at some point, though. You'll see. Because you got to experience it. They would, But you know what? Marta getting like that. Uh-huh. The last time I rode Marta, it was... It was more than eclectic. It was, it was. Yeah. But, but I'm ready for it because he's so excited to so. So let me tell you the New York subway story we got. So in June, can, I'm not exaggerating. June can collaborate this, you guys, because he knows. I'm terrified to get on the subway. So you know my old friend Tashonda. Um, she got three boys, and then I got my boy. Two of her boys are are one is older. And younger by a year than June. So they was kicking it. And then she got a little bitty baby. And she's from Brooklyn. So we on the train like, okay, you know, whatever. I wasn't even on the train with my family. So we we were the native, cool. So it was a homeless dude on there. Cursing everybody out with a New York accent. And for like 30 minutes. And he's cursing people out. Mind you, before he started cursing people out, the little boys was doing karate. They was got, you know how boys are. They was all over the gym. Yeah. Oh, bitch, they set the fuck down. Uh, cause we was even joking like, oh, we needed him to get the boys to sit down. Mm. He like, I'm sincere. I'm from Brooklyn, blah, blah, blah. Like he just cursing everybody out. One of his eyes is completely Ray Charles. Like you can clearly see that he's blind. And he just talking to everybody. But most of the New Yorkers are in their phone, like, look at this nigga. Like, they used to this shit, right? So, this goes on for 30 minutes. We get off our exit. Everybody, like, shit. Like, he and the first person to say something, like, man, I can't wait to get back to Georgia. This is some bullshit. <laughs> so, all the boys start saying something after that because the ice is broken. They, like, yeah, because he was crazy. The boys is just going in, right? We laughing. We going up the stairs. Why Sincere was behind us? Talking about, oh, yeah, because I hear y'all talking shit about me. Everybody like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, shit. He was like, yeah, y'all, y'all little boys better listen to y'all fucking mama. Like, he cursing everybody out. Like, he followed us off the train. Like, yeah, I cannot. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm nervous. And he was like, you can take the long island road road. Because at first, he was, he was like, I'll buy your ticket. You can come by yourself. I pay for everything. I don't, don't want to come by myself. I'm scared to get on the train by myself. Like, I'm 
because I've never been to New York. I don't mind traveling by myself, but I just, I don't know about New York. But he's been there for like it's 16 just that they rude. Like, even when you go order food, they cursing you out. The people in line cursing the people out, they work there. So now you understand why the people that work there cursing you out. Everybody cursing each other out. I'm ready. Everybody honking their horns. I'm ready to get a Dominican. All right, we're going to end this because I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. If we catch your kitchen, it's after 12. It's 12 to All right. See y'all next time. Bye.